When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast. It is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV, a proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to be joined by Mr. Craig Richards, aka Spider. How are you, mate? I'm good, you know, I'm good. Just been working hard, training hard, you know how it is. You look like you're sat in a doctor's surgery, bro. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's the blinds I've got. It's the blinds I've got in my front room. It's like you're waiting for results. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> nah, no results. Nah, no, this kind of pass. chat. Let's, let's move away from this. It's not that kind of chat. It's not that kind of chat. Yeah, um, yeah Craig, listen. Um, obviously, wanted to get you on uh, with your thoughts over. Uh, I've seen kind of a little bit of a, not even a split side to this. Uh, very, uh, before last night's um, win for Dimitri Bivol. I only really saw kind of probably about two or three people uh, on my social media that were kind of outright backing. I think people have to realise there's, there's ways of wording it. You know, you can say that Bivol was going to cause him problems and, and give him a tough night, but are you actually picking him? Now, there was only a couple of people that I saw that were, like, in on my timeline anyway, that were saying, look, I think Bivol wins. Now... Yeah. Now, I, I consider this a shock because I didn't I didn't really see I was kind of in that bracket of him giving Canelo moments in the fight but not doing enough t- to win the fight. So that that was my yeah. my take beforehand. But what did you think prior to this, if you're being honest? For being honest, I said Biffle's got very fast hands. His speed is unbelievable. He's got good footwork, um, very good defense. But when I obviously boxed him, obviously I got to him in the later rounds. I was able to finally get to the body, and I slipped, like you saw the later rounds, ten, eleven, and twelve. He ended up slowing down dramatically, and I thought if he does that with Canelo, he'll be in problems. But the flip side, I thought will Canelo be able to take his power at light heavyweight because he's naturally a bigger man? And we saw when Kovalev boxed um, Canelo. Although the scorecard said one thing, we know that he was really outboxing Canelo with the size. Obviously, and that was a shot Kovalev, not the best of Kovalev, so he's eventually got to him. And we knew Bivol was fresh in these primes. So I thought the size would be a bit of a disadvantage, but I thought, will he be able to get to him later? That's the question, Mark, what I always said. How will he take his power? How he carries his power at light heavyweight and how he takes the power at light heavyweight was the question mark for me. And that's where I was like, hmm, not sure. I know Bivol's a serious operator, good speed, but I'm just not sure how Canelo moves up in weight. And then when I saw him in the week, I looked at his body. He didn't look as solid. Like you could see, he just put the extra weight on. And I thought, you know what? Bivol's got a massive chance here to win this. So I'll come back to my original point. Did you think he'd actually beat him though? In your heart of hearts, did you think that Bivol... Well, I actually said, I said the day before on TalkSport that I feel if it goes to points, Bivol wins but they might not give him a decision. That's still not answering the question, bro. 
I did think he'd win. I thought he'd win, but I didn't know if he'd get the decision in Vegas on Cinco de Mayo. Mm. But I said, if it goes to points, I think he'll win in our eyes, but the judges might not give it to him. I mean, let's talk about a little bit of the aftermath of some of the comments. Obviously, it, it looks like, which is a no-brainer, that Canelo will uh, activate the, the rematch clause uh, to get a second stab at Dimitri Bivol. I, I wanted your opinion. Have you watched the fight, first of all? Have you watched it all the way through round one to, to yeah. 12? Yeah. yeah, of course. I didn't stay up late last night, but I watched it all in design this morning. Okay. So, let me ask your opinion. After four rounds, all three judges had... Um, the man up by four rounds. Yeah, that's mad. That was mental. What that you... was mental. I feel like the four, first four was competitive, but I would have swayed maybe towards 3-1 Bivol, but at best, call it 2-2, two, two, at best. 2-2. Two, two. Sorry, when I'm, sorry, just some people, obviously in reference to they they had Canelo up. I said your man, but Canelo up four yeah. rounds after, yeah. um, after the first four. So, yeah, that was interesting. I mean... That's exactly what I meant about the, the judging for him in Vegas. That's exactly what I was talking about. And even if he didn't win that 12th round, all three judges would have had it a draw. 113-115, that means one round it would have been a draw if he didn't win that 12th round. And that was the concern I said the day before. From, from Canelo's comments afterwards, I mean, I think kind of Canelo handled his, his defeat, obviously his first, def- first defeat since 2013. Uh, which yeah. is only uh, career loss before that to Floyd Mayweather. Uh, so he's he's almost been an unbeaten fighter in that kind of nine year period. It's a long time at elite level to to maintain that. But he he believes that he he should have won a close fight. I mean, watching that. I mean, I, w- I will watch it again later on tonight. But I didn't see it as a a kind of cause for any kind of robbery. I thought it was a say a comfortable, but there was a few rounds in it. Uh, in Bivol's favour. Would you agree with that? Look, the, the, the best you would have given Canelo, maximum four rounds. I think there would have been at least eight clear rounds that Bivol won um, very comfortably. I feel he dominated the fight. He finished strong. He uh, controlled the fight. He, Canelo was out of ideas. He was loading up shots and it never phased Bivol where most people start unravelling. Bivol stopped to his game plan, stayed disciplined. And he never unraveled. I think he just boxed the perfect textbook fight. So this comes on to obviously you um, and quite well placed two weeks before your own uh, big mm-hmm. fight uh, against Boatsy on the 21st of May at the O2. Now, yeah. I see a lot of people kind of mentioning your name yesterday. Um, and when, when you suffered that defeat to Bivol, there was a few people I saw questioning how good Bivol was. And I thought that was quite disrespectful to you because now they're questioning how good he is because you gave him a deep fire. Yeah. Right. You saw that. I said, I'm not just waking yeah. up. You saw that. No, I saw that too. Right. Okay. So now, questions are, right? Yeah. Are you now better than what people think you are? Because of the performance well, that you put in against Dimitri Bivol, I think I definitely it speaks for itself. I think if you see the performance I put in against him against to the performance Canelo put in against him, you saw our fight was close. You knew if I just started one round earlier, I would have won the fight. Um, and I gave him problems, you know. And I had to go through negative 
if you watch my fight, you can see that even through negative commentary, negative people always trying to uh, push the agenda, pushing me down. Um, he had an off night. Every time I beat someone, they had an off night. I'm like, how comes it can never be that I'm good? When I knocked out Jake, it wasn't him in there that night. When I beat him, oh, he had an off night. When I boxed Bivouac, he must have... Why can't someone just say, you know what? Craig's good. He's making these good fighters not look as good as they was. I will never get the credit for you. And Dimitri Bivouac said afterwards, this guy's IQ is very good. He's very smart. He knew everything I was going to do before I did it. And he said he was trying to set me up when I was trying to set traps for him. He said it was a thinking game. He never switched on. He's very intelligent. I remember at the back of the... When we went round the back after Manchester, I remember he even said to Eddie, where the fuck, where the F did you find this guy? Like, he was very impressed with my performance. He said it wasn't an off night. This guy was just good. And the fighter himself told you that. But yeah, everyone's making excuses. And I remember I had a conversation with Dimitri Bivol literally in the ring around the announcement time. And then I remember after he said, oh, you seem a little bit disappointed. I said, yeah. He said, what do you think? I said, oh, to be honest, at the time, I said, I felt like I'd done enough. He said, oh, here, oh fair enough. I said, what do you think? And he said, oh, I felt like I did enough. And I was like, okay, cool. But it was like one of them fights we both understood it was close. He did enough. Fair enough. He got the win. Great. Like, looked back, could have done more, whatever. But he identified you performed well. So how comes there's critics and people in the boxing world won't give me my credit ever. They won't give me my credit. Why don't people just say, okay, he's better than we thought he was? They won't ever just push that agenda. Why? Well, you're getting the Well, listen, maybe too little too late, but... Like said, yeah, a lot of people's giving me the credit today now after Canelo. Right. right? Now compared to him to beat Canelo for you to get your credit. <laughs> Why though? Why did not you get the credit at the time? Now, because he's beat Canelo, now people are saying, okay, well, Craig, Craig is a good fighter. He's an operator. Why? How comes? It's, it's silly. It's silly. I should just be like looked at at the performance at the night and say, do you know what? We thought he was British level. He just won the British title. He's performed way better than we thought he was at world level. Done. Like, obviously for me, right, I went back to drum ball. I've got more because I need to, I want to take over the sport. I want to be at the top of the sport. I've got more to do. But, so I wasn't obviously happy with how it ended but I feel like I exceeded the critics and a lot of people's expectations on the night and I just won't get I won't, no one will give me the nod for that when um, when you've watched that fight back I don't know how many times you've watched it back but I'm assuming it's more than once you're yeah, on YouTube Bivol do you still believe that you did enough um, on the night I thought it was a close fight. Close fight. I wouldn't, okay. It was a close fight. It was a close fight. I felt like I could have started earlier. Like, I watched it on another commentary the other day. I'm not like I followed the commentary because they're always, like, quite negative towards me. But I watched it back, um, and I feel like the back half of the fight, I clearly came on strong. You can see the punch numbers. I came on strong. You can see the marking around him. You can see him holding me in the later rounds, 11 and 12. He was holding me. And you never seen... Dimitri Bivol in any fight hold on the back ends of the fights you never see him not working even to the last goal when you watch him when he boxed Joe Smith Jr he nearly actually got him out of the 12th round and he won nearly all the other rounds um, he actually stopped Sullivan Barrera after winning every round in the 12th round um, Pascal another shutout, out um, and then you saw him against Canelo win the 12th round again I think I was like the only person who pushed him to the late rounds where he didn't finish strong he was tired um, and I think maybe that was the thinking game in there. There was a lot of thinking. So some people watching sometimes some of the punch stats, but they're not thinking about the setting up the IQ, the traps we were setting for each other and the boxing and the chess match in there. 
Obviously, I mean, this for you is just, like I said, yeah, it's, it's in the moment of the weekend, obviously. You know, I'm sure when you watched it, you know, you spend the day kind of getting people give you that credit. If it's late, it's late. But for you now, it is just about um, May 21st because that's what really yeah. matters for you now. That's what matters. Yeah. yeah. But, to be honest, whether they give me credit or not, they doesn't, it doesn't change anything for me. My life doesn't, but that's in the past. Like, you can't change that. If the whole world turned around and said, we watched the Beaver fight, you're great. That makes no difference in my career at this point. Because at the end of the day, if I don't get out before May 21st, everything else I've done is, is dead and buried anyway. May 21st is how I'm going to push forward in my career, how I need to get the win. May 21st to push on, to get back onto that level, to kind of um, prove myself. All right, here's a question for you. Do you think, and, and as intelligent as a, a fighter and a, as a human that uh, Joshua Buatzi is, will Joshua Buatzi look at that performance from Bivol last night against Canelo and look at you any different? Nah, I think like, I think he's a type of fighter. He just believes in himself and he ain't really, he's not going to think too much about what I bring to the table so much I don't reckon I feel he's got his plan in his head and he just wants to execute his plan and that's how he's running with this I think well we got like I said just less than two weeks not not this weekend coming obviously it'll be the weekend after so um, but I'll be honest with you yesterday's result and, and performance from Bivol it does have an extra kind of angle on on your fight now with Buatzi in the eyes of the public whether people want to admit that or not I think that's that's a fair comment that there will be uh, definitely I'm not saying more interest but there will be kind of an added interest uh, due to that fact of I what agree I agree I totally agree because I feel like as I say I've dealt with a lot of the negativity of a lot of critics or like the agendas push of commentaries making comments. I'm, I think I mentioned the other day towards a press conference, it's like, if I'm in a fight and in round two, I got caught with two right hands, they'll be like, oh my gosh, Craig's been caught with two right hands. Um, how is he going to move up in the levels if his defence ain't tight? Where like, I've seen fighters say, for instance, Josh or someone else who say like, they want to talk more positive. If he gets caught with eight right hands, they'll be like, oh, he showed a good chin here. He's showing he's ready to move on to the next level because of he showed a decent chin by getting caught with the punches or he's he's displayed a good chin today. They It's the way you can push an agenda. So the fans who not really know too much about boxing, they're listening to the commentary for like their knowledge. So when they're hearing things like that, they're like, oh, so he's the guy. So then when they're listening to my stuff, they're not looking at all my wins and my performances. They're looking at what they think the experts are saying. So in their perspective, Josh is like here and I'm here. But now they've taken into account my Bivol fight, I think now they're going to look at it like, oh, this fight is a lot more interest than we think, thought it was in the first place. And I think that's why you're right. It's more added interest because I think with them noticing that I'm a bit better than they thought, the fight for them is more um, interesting or 50-50 in their eyes. I've seen people, like I said, state again on social media over the last sort of 15, 16 hours that, you know, you gave... Um, Bivol a tougher fight than Canelo we know the old cliche of styles make fights we understand that but just as a generalisation people or certain people believe that is the case but you believe that's the case as well that you've given Bivol a harder fight than what Canelo gave him well I think yeah that was um, obvious I think that was obvious I think 
you watch the fight, it's, it's definitely obvious that I gave him a harder fight. As you see how he goes back to his corner during my rounds, you can see he's breathing a lot heavier. You see at the end of the fight, he's marked up a lot more. If you look at the way he finished in my fight, 10, 11 and 12, he, quite, he faded a bit. Um, he wasn't that, that aggressive killer. He usually finishes with other fighters, but he was able to finish like that with Canelo, not a mark on him. He was in his comfort zone. He worked when he wanted to work. And I think he showed that, I think, in around, I don't remember particular what round, it's between six to eight, when he threw that flurry on Canelo. And Canelo said, all right, come back. And he said, no, 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 I'll work when I want to work. You come here. He was letting him know, no, I'll work in my own time. I'm in control here. That's what he was letting him know in there. And I felt like I didn't really allow him all the time to have his way. And especially the back end of the fight, I feel like earlier on, he was having his moments at times, but in the back end, I think I was having a, I was having my moments, and I think that was the difference. And even with the Varda scoring, you saw I've literally drawn him to the closest scorecards he's ever had in his life: one fourteen, one fifteen, one thirteen, one fifteen. So you can see that I've given him a, a tougher test in every aspect of the fight. Okay, well, okay. Listen, like I said, I think after this weekend, you'll switch off from all this and just you probably switched off from it already I mean we're talking about I did. No, but of course yeah, yeah. I, obviously I'm a, I'm a boxing fan as well so I was interested in the fight myself like everybody else so I couldn't have the late night so I had to like go to bed as normal as I woke up this morning um, I, rather than watching TV I just watched the Canelo Bible fight it was interesting enjoyed it and I moved on with my day well listen I'm sure as the build up goes to your your fight uh, on May 21st you obviously get uh, more and more people kind of speaking to you about what we're speaking to you about but um, yeah listen we'll catch up obviously fight week um, yes. of May 21st and yes. yeah it should be a good night at the O2 so should be a very good night can't wait it's going to be interesting on the zone. Um, but Craig listen appreciate your time uh, as always uh, best of yes. luck in the rest of your camp and we'll definitely catch up during fight week thank uh, you for your time as always as well good speaking to you as always Top man, Kun Cassis here with Craig Richards for IFL TV. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Sports Social Podcast Network.